Shoot Your Shot Sports presents If It Has a Score, a podcast about movies, TV, sports, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hello, happy October 19th, and welcome back to If It Has a Score. This is Devin West uh, here with you on this lovely autumn day. Leaves are falling. <laughs> the weather, like we've stated, is definitely changing. We just uh, keep saying we should start talking about the weather more. It's, yeah. It's more exciting. We're definitely, <laughs> yeah. A weather segment is definitely on the table. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, we'll add weather. You want to start or uh, sports news? Yeah, sure. Why not? So, Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Devontae Adams has been charged with misdemeanor assault for shoving a freelance photographer. Oh, boy. I know. After the disappointing 30-29 to loss at the Kansas City Chiefs, Adams shoved Ryan Zebley, who ran in front of him. After the incident, Zebley said he suffered whiplash, a headache, and a possible minor concussion. So he filed charges, and those charges were filed Wednesday morning in Municipal Court of Kansas City. Adams is due in court November 10th. If convicted, Adams could face a jail term of up to six months, or what's more likely to happen is a fine of up to $1,000. He's also pending a suspension from the NFL. So far, he has apologized for the incident after the video went viral online. So kind of had no choice yeah, there. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> uh, what, what was the... the photographer doing did you watch the video yeah it kind of seemed like he was scurrying like he had somewhere to be and then adams walking towards the locker room kind of it was a situation obviously he didn't have it out for that photographer specifically but anyone that crossed his path was going to get the bad end of his anger oh, and frustration no. so well, that's not right okay so it's no, not even not... like your typical like a get, stop taking pictures of me i'm just trying to have a good time right now right yeah he was the photographer was literally not even taking picture <laughs> no no he was he was running off somewhere probably had somewhere to be in, in a rush maybe some sort of pictures to take or dropping off some sort of equipment he was a freelancer uh so might be on some sort of strict time schedule some sort of conflict there um yeah just those two crossing paths at the wrong time like i said 30 to 29 disappointing loss uh there definitely could have been a comeback situation for the raiders uh they have had a disappointing start to their season but that's still unexcusable unexcusable. that's a person you can't just take it out on a living thing yep that's wrong i mean in in the yeah in the entertainment world with like movies and tv and even music like paparazzi is a constant Mm -hmm. issue but in this case it seems less like a paparazzi thing like it's one thing if it's if it's when they're like harassing you taking like tmz's in your face and you're just like i really don't want to talk to anyone right now but that that was like not even the same case I would say um, because he's in his uniform still. I mean, he had his helmet off, probably going towards the locker room. But this is what you get paid to do. And through the good times and through the bad times, the wins, the losses, you're a high caliber player. You're a personality. You're recognizable. That all that, those things are important for the brand, the NFL, for the Raiders. Right. So pictures of you 
and videos of you after a loss, after a win. Uh, that's all part of the reason that you get paid. I mean, obviously you get paid to play football and stuff, but at the end of the day, there's so much behind the scenes stuff. There's so much marketing that takes place that this is kind of all under the same umbrella of what you sign up for. I, the paparazzi, I get what you're saying, but I, I view that as being a little different. Like if you're oh, out yeah, grocery sure. shopping. It's definitely different, yeah. <laughs> you can't just take your anger out on people, yeah. No, definitely I mean, not. yeah, celebrities have definitely fought with the, the paparazzi for a long time. I mean, I know, I know Shia LaBeouf was in a, a couple different disputes with paparazzi. No, a couple. I think he, he threw punches or something, too. Jeez. So, um, But, I mean, you the list goes on. The list goes on, like. There are so many celebrities that have fought with paparazzi, but this this is inexcusable. <laughs> yeah, it was misplaced anger. It's not like I was saying he, that he yeah. was angry about any, at least that we know of, any pictures or videos taking place at the time. He was angry about the game. So yeah. it was misplaced anger for sure. Whereas yeah, for sure. the other cases you're speaking of, they're mad at the paparazzi. Also still misplaced anger. I mean, I'm sure those other people aren't really necessarily proud of what it is that they have to do to make a buck but that's something that people look for and people want so there's need for it so to speak true true yeah and then in other news more positive note well depending upon who you're a fan of (laughs) uh, uh in ncaa football news number six ranked alabama crimson tide uh, or sorry, number six ranked Tennessee Volunteers beat number three ranked Alabama Crimson Tide on Saturday, 52-49. to 49. Alabama, always a favorite to win college football national championship, gave up the most points they have ever in a game since 1907. And that was against Sewanee, which was 54 points. But that was a long time ago, and like I said, the Alabama's always a mainstay in the uh, bowl games and championships and playoffs they've kind of changed that up over time but yeah tennessee undefeated right now kind of unexpected so yeah yeah i don't i don't know <laughs> what comments i'm supposed to have about that good good for them i guess cool. I, yeah <laughs> i guess just when there's an expectation the same team always being in the mix to win it all it may seem like now that there's a shift, so okay, uh, maybe there's okay. this the same people in the the same movies or shows. Yeah, like a crossover. Okay, some sort so it's of like it's sh- like a shift when, is kind of happening a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. When you have this the same people being successful, but then you see like the the different team or the newer people come in and take take over the helm and like really yep. gain the the popularity. Okay, I get you. I get you. I don't have a specific example, but, you know, good for that team. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm it, glad they're doing well. <laughs> it's one of those instances like the Patriots, like the Warriors, where people hate Alabama just because they've been so good for so long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like I said, I mean, obviously they have plenty of fans because they do so well. So it's just which side of the fence you're on or if you're indifferent. Right, so, right. Like yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty much all I got. We'll get into baseball later. It's MLB playoffs right now, but right, we'll right. be covering a specific game, a pretty scary matchup, if you will. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I've got. All right, so time for uh, movie and TV news. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so last week we lost a couple um, stars in in the industry. Uh, Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid in Harry Potter, oh, passed yeah, away right. at the age of seventy-two. Um, I I've seen countless posts about him, and uh, clearly he he's made an impact on a lot of people. I mean, his character was such a sweetheart in the movies, so mm-hmm. it, it's definitely sad to see someone go, especially when you hear like that it's not one of those cases where the actor actually sucks and he's a jerk backstage <laughs> and everything like that. The person playing the character was also a very good person. Yeah. Um, and so you hear statements from like um, Daniel Radcliffe and all them just saying just how great of a guy he was. Uh, so we'll see. We'll probably continue to see more tributes as that goes on. Um, sure. We also have Angela Lansbury passed away. At the age of 96, she was uh, one of the stars on Murder, She Wrote, TV show. But also, she played um, you know, in the original Sweeney Todd on Broadway. So she oh, well. she has been in in the industry for a long time. I mean, especially at 96. Like, what do you expect? They've been there for forever. So yeah. she's, she's very um, influential in that aspect. And so it's sad to see her go as well. Uh, last bit of news, another person sad to see go. Oh, no. uh, Blake Shelton is leaving uh, The Voice oh, okay. after 23 seasons because he, no he was with them that, from that the start. Long. Yeah, no he was way. with them from the start. He's one of the only um, original judges like from the first season. Like They've had a couple other swap out, but he's been with the show for 23 seasons, and he coached the most winning concept contestants so it's gonna change like the face of the show too um so we'll see where that goes but he's leaving in the spring okay and that's about all i have for movie tv news do you have any any speculations of who it may be of Um, who's gonna take over yeah who's in the mix i don't even know because right now they have four judges and like they started with only three so they could just not replace them if they wanted to but i i bet they probably will i just don't know who's stepping up Okay. Yeah, something similar. And, you know, don't mind if I interject into your industry here, but uh, Ink Master, this is the first season where they have a new host and new set of judges. And as the show has grown in popularity, uh, there's probably a list of candidates that are fit to be judges and hosts, obviously. Uh, you know, it's just been going on for so long and there's gained so many fans there's so many people that love to be in that seat so well, yeah look at I'm, american idol had so many judges swap out and come back x factor too like all those shows the judges are what make the shit they're the they're the recurring stars yes you know? <laughs> exactly yeah people they like the critiques and they like certain judges some are more positive some are more negative but that's also kind of adds to the show right right so yeah i I don't see them not taking an opportunity to have more talent on and have the show grow more uh the there's more judges in this season of ink master than there was prior uh so yeah there's more personalities more people involved uh the show's been growing have more personalities on judges on and so yeah i i think it'd be not it'd be unwise to not have at least one other person on if not maybe right. two. I don't it'll know. definitely change up the dynamic of the show too you'll see like a change in the feel but um i mean the voice is still a really popular show 
Uh, so I, I'm, I'm sure it'll be successful regardless of whether Blake Shelton is still on it or not. Uh, but that's it for movie and TV news for me this week. Uh, still waiting on updates for the trials we talked about last week. Nothing really much because, you know, the slowness of the judicial process. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, pretty much same here. I mean, so far, the only update is Brett Favre is choosing to deny everything, <laughs> deny every, any wrongdoing. So, yeah, that seems like it's going to be a slow burn process. You must be thinking process. of a different Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you must have me mistaken for another Packers Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> yeah, certainly a mistake. I think it's now time for us to move on then to our poster post-game analysis, which Absolutely. is this week's uh, activity, if you will, a segment, a bit, whatever you want to call it. That is what it is this week. Um, so, yeah, cool. I think we're ready. Uh, yeah. Devin pulled an MLB game. Uh, since it is playoffs right now and we are going to mad lib style the uh rundown that he has the box score yeah box score yeah he has with team names and uh some some players players from this spooky season theme (laughs) so we'll see we'll see where this goes yeah so obviously we're talking about two high caliber teams two teams that have made it to the playoffs and have aspirations to Make it to the World Series. Oh, yeah. So, uh, just a little bit brief MLB news. Um, there are some teams that are already eliminated from the playoffs. And then... Like your as, White Sox. Ah, well, they didn't even make it. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even make yeah, it. Yeah, some teams that have made it have already been eliminated. There's oh, been wow. some sweeps. and I'm already um, behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then as this gets released on Wednesday, there'll probably be even more. But as of right now, a series that is... Heating up and is close. There's also was a game that was postponed due to weather. So I feel like this is a good one for us to cover. It'll still probably be taking place by the time this comes out. Um, but yeah, could you remind me? There was a game and it was on the 15th and it ended in a close score. The winning team scored six and the losing team scored five. Who were the two oh, yeah. teams that played again? Oh, t- I can't believe you forgot their names. <laughs> They're so big in the sport. Absolutely. Uh, the Ghostbusters versus the <laughs> Hex Girls. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So who came out on top in this close, close game? Yeah, unfortunately, the Ghostbusters did come out on top in the end. Gotcha. But it was really close. It was really close. Both oh, yeah. brought a lot of uh, good skill to the field. Hex Girls uh, were in the lead for a while there. And they... Yeah. We're definitely the most efficient, people were saying. So a little bit of a back-and-forth affair, but for like I said, the Hex Girls were leading for a while there. So a uh, run scored in the first for the Ghostbusters and in the second. And then the Hex Girls were able to knot it up with two scores in the third and then scored another two unanswered in the fifth. So now we're looking at four to two. The Ghostbusters only able to get one, and then the Hex Girls answer with another one. But then, what do you know? They're down by two scores, and the Ghostbusters score at three in the ninth inning when it, was it matters very most. Close. It was very close. Just like when they fought the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. You thought they were <laughs> down, but they came back up. 
and they 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 persevered absolutely so let's first speak about the winning side and a couple important plays that they made so they kind of had to do what did we say as like dink and dunk kind of plays oh yeah. you're not ma- knocking them out of the park and getting your home runs or your grand slams you're you're kind of doing the dirty work you're getting your singles and your doubles and you're getting your players through the whole rotation you're, you're getting rbis in there right so, again what you can get so there was one player that had a hustle on a ground ball and ended up getting a double instead of what could have been a single so somebody you know known for their speed now who's this again oh oh yeah of, of course um so you see they 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 dinked it and and like they they almost had a single but luckily the wolf man was able to transform just in time <laughs> and it gave him a little speed boost to get that double in so that really helped out the team um yeah the wolf man has been a fantastic player especially on at night games night games under the full moon yeah yeah these playoff times now they're kind of switching up when they're being played uh, there still are some during the day and during the weekday at that, but uh, games kind of now being played in prime time. So there's actually going to be an instance where a NFL game could have been moved, uh, depending upon if this one series went longer. But enough about that, more about this game. <laughs> uh, we had another player that, like I was saying, they just got a, a single, they got their hit, they got their base hit, um, and it, were able to... Uh, get in a a runner off of base so to get a score so who was this one that got in a crucial moment got a base hit when it really mattered to kind of get get some scores for their team well everyone's always rooting for this guy they always want him to succeed and i think honestly deep down the other team wanted him to succeed too uh casper the friendly ghost is <laughs> such a good player always has good sportsmanship with every team he plays so I, I think that's what really helped his case there with being able to, to get that run in. Uh, so he did a phenomenal job. And uh, I, even the other team was cheering him on when that happened. <laughs> so that, that was good to see. Good to see. Good sportsmanship. Oh, yeah. 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 It's just an exciting game and an exciting series at that. So another one that was kind of a cool hit, I would say. So it takes a particular skill set to pull this off. Maybe you'll know more about this. But... The ball, it looked like the outfielder was just going to make a routine pop fly catch, but it actually went just over their glove. Not enough to be a home run, but went over their glove into the field to where they're able to get a base hit and uh, drive some runs in. So who was this player again that made such a, a unique, you know, you watch it on TV, you're kind of in awe. What, what, who made that hit? Oh, oh that one? Yeah, that was yeah. Slimer. Slimer hit that. <laughs> Uh, he he hit that guy, and you know Slimer, he always hit, pulls his little tricks and stuff, and so he's able to really just like control that ball. I don't know whether it's with supernatural abilities or whatever, but he he was able to make it move. Everyone saw it going, and then all of a sudden it just flew right over the glove. It was it was kind of odd, but uh, they let it keep going, and they said it counted. So we're gonna we're gonna take it. We'll we'll take what we can get for the Ghostbusters. Absolutely, yes. They did a little bit of the hard work, uh, but ended up getting the job done. So let's speak about the Hex Girls. Again, a a good performance, um, efficient when you need to speak about your hits 
and your scores. So a lot of home runs. So let's first speak about one of the best players in baseball, the quadruple crown. Uh, we've talked about them on this show before. Um, hit a home run in this game. Hit, hit so many home runs during the regular season. Now, who is the best player uh, on this team and in the MLB? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trick question. It's funny that you, Rhetorical don't, you question. don't know this. <laughs> Honestly, uh, Wednesday Adams has been really just bringing it every game she plays. <laughs> And she is like fantastic. Uh, she's getting a Netflix show now too. Oh yeah! And I think that's really boosting her morale. Uh, but Wednesday has always been probably the the tougher of the family, just ready to take on anything. Um, so yeah, Wednesday she she's really brought her all this game and uh, was doing a fantastic job. Too bad it wasn't enough for the team to clinch it. I know. Uh, talk about giving your all, and then during the regular season and the playoffs. At least it's paying dividends, like you said, in terms of getting a Netflix series. Now, that is cool. Oh, yeah. Hard work paying off both in the league and also outside of the league in terms of other ways to monetize yourself and your right, success. Right. So, yeah. Then we talk about one that just got pounded. Um, a ball. I mean, this thing was just soaring. So... Who, who hit the one that went the farthest of the day? The ball that just... I mean, it looked like it was going to the moon. Who oh, hit that home run? the farthest hit? Yeah. Audrey 2. Come on. Audrey <laughs> 2 knows what, what, what they're doing. Uh, you know, I don't think the MLB has changed their stance on letting random alien plant creatures from outer space <laughs> play. But this, Audrey too did a great job. And even though we see those vines come out and kind of like hit balls while it's in the air, like they would come out and slap it. So it just kept moving. <laughs> it just kept moving. Uh, but there, there's nothing in the rule books that says that that's not allowed. So uh, that's that's their secret weapon there, Audrey too. And I, I'm pretty sure I saw Audrey too eat a couple members of the other team, which probably <laughs> helped the ball make it further uh, because they weren't able to stop it. So. Yeah, they, they weren't feeling it, so that certainly helped. And then, yeah, they've been, kind of been focusing on the spider tack, maybe the bats and the balls, if they're juice and stuff, in terms of home runs and then pitching performances, spinning the ball with the spider tack. So they've kind of been focusing on teams and players. Are they cheating or are they using these kind of uh, tactics? And a little bit less on the ones that you just listed. So yeah, kind of yeah. sliding under the radar a little bit. But right. hey, in terms of this matchup and this player, I would say that while they fell just a bit short, it could have could have gone either way as a as a high scoring game oh, for yeah. baseball. Gotta so use then what you can get one more home run. I'd like to speak about this one. It it sure was a great hit. It was blasted, but it was one of those to where. Like I said, it wasn't the furthest of the day. It could have went either way. You're watching on your TV or maybe your phone, however you're watching it or streaming it, and you're wondering, is the outfielder going to catch it? Is it going to go into the stands? The fans are able to grab this one, not the outfielder. It does go into the bleachers. So right, hit, right. who hit this one that was you know, kind of fun to see the suspense of it? Is yeah. it going, where is it going? Is it going out? Yeah, uh, is it going to go out or yeah. not? I mean... This player continues to surprise us. She may be small, but she's mighty. And 
you, you'd think she wouldn't be able to have that much power behind hitting the ball, but but little Annabelle, she's doing a fantastic job. Um, don't like looking at her when they do the close-ups. Uh, really is creepy, but but she I gotta hand it to her. She can hit that ball pretty far, and she's she's been doing a phenomenal job this season. While they didn't make it this time, I, I only see success in their future. Yeah, it's one of those situations where you want it to be a, a big hit or a good hit that you know goes down the middle of the field and causes a base hit. Something to where you're focusing on the ball and you're not focusing that at them in the batter's box. You you want to see as little of them as possible. Like right. you said, a little <laughs> yeah. little little scary might yeah. be yeah. What you know you watch what your kids are paying attention to yeah, so, yeah. usually you know just cover the kid's face <laughs> during that and then, yeah. then you're good exactly but this one uh definitely focus on the airtime on the ball and then when it's a home run they round the bases and the next thing you know they're in the dugout you don't have to see them on first or second base uh you don't have to see all the the camera panning to them anymore so it's like just get her in and out of there. Let's right. get a let's get a home run or a strikeout or something. Let's do <laughs> let's... something. Yeah, come on. Just look so. them in the eyes. It'll help. <laughs> so yeah, some big plays, but obviously the biggest play of the day, the game the game winning score in the ninth inning. So there was two strikes, um, but this batter facing all the adversity was able to. Get a hit and then drive a batter into home base to get that game-winning score. We're all talking about the yeah. the reason the Ghostbusters won the game. So who got the most important hit of the day? May not have been the best, but it was the most important. So who got this one that ended up winning the game? Well, this it was an interesting play because it was supposed to be um, a certain batter going out for that one, but they decided last second to swap out. I, I didn't see the decision uh, because they were still kind of in the dugout, so no one could really see what was going on. But but Dr. Jekyll was um, was slated to go out, yeah. but Mr. Hyde came out instead. Hmm. And, I mean, you know, we'll never complain about that. Mr. Hyde's got his strengths. He's he's very uh, persistent player, uh, So and, and it – Proved to be a good decision on the team's end uh, to, to swap those two out. Um, and I didn't really see Dr. Jekyll after that, but um, Mr. Hyde did do a fantastic job of hitting that ball. And, uh, yeah, even even with the strikes and everything, he was just so much power behind that. Yeah, that that's the power is kind of what gets you the strikes. If, if you see a ball coming your way and you want to swing as hard as you can possibly at it, that's how you can get yourself in a little bit of trouble in terms of getting strikes and not as many balls or even hits. Right. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to see, but we know, especially in the bottom of the ninth, when you're down that we do see pinch hitters come in. We do see pinch runners come in. Usually those players also have to substitute in the field, but if you're going all in, uh, now is the time to make a pinch for either a hitter or a base runner, get your faster guys on the base, get your sluggers on in the batter's box get get those players in there that can make a play for your team because it's pretty much make or break you're right, down right. if if you're down four to five or if it's five to five it's not it up i mean you're playing to win especially it's it's going to be a long series and a long playoff run so you don't want to have to go extra innings if you don't have to so yeah, it's definitely a good swap on the ghostbusters side so 
that's what really put them over and then went against the hex girls so great great plays all around though absolutely <laughs> so that was actually a game that took place the guardians beat the yankees and uh yeah aaron judge is actually the quadruple crown winner okay. uh, we've mentioned him <laughs> on this show um you said that and i was like do i have to try to actually remember i, I couldn't <laughs> yeah so he was the one i was saying was going for an organization record also mlb record for how many home runs hit in a single season obviously we're speaking of the regular season so yeah um the series as of right now is the guardians are up two to one um this is a series that's heating up. Like I said, there's already been some teams eliminated. Um, that series with the Padres, we've spoken about them on this show before, is also heating up. So some good series and some that are already determined. So yeah. like I said, we would talk about MLB playoffs a little bit. And we haven't. So Yeah, that's a good post-to-post game analysis. Very good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, always good to hear about all the different characters skill sets that you may not have known about how (laughs) you didn't know it translates to either baseball i didn't know annabelle could play baseball (laughs) (laughs) sure was a spooky sight um yeah and so you'll join us next week for devin's director's cut um we well i guess we'll find out what that movie's gonna be about that that of course is where we make a biopic about Uh, something involving the world of sports or we a documentary about something involving the world of sports we cast characters and uh, we see we see what what the general plot would be and what some of the uh, the basic pot plot points might be yep folks so I'm between two as of right now so without stating it I felt it was kind of just assumed but that's my bad back podcasting on my part so Last month's theme was back to school, so we did a heavy emphasis on Kyler Murray and his journey throughout college. We casted all of the head coaches and then even quarterbacks, so teammates, and then a wide receiver as well that he played with, so heavy emphasis on his college journey there, so this one has to be something spooky, so we've already mentioned the hotel that is in play or if we go a different route and we want to focus on a specific player there is a player i have in mind that was actually born on halloween or hallows eve uh depending upon where you're listening from (laughs) (laughs) i guess we'll figure out what our decision is next week so be sure to join us for that uh so we're going to round off the uh session the episode today with two truths and one lie yeah folks so as it stands right now it's knotted at one one so kind of it's it's close close you could view this kind of as your mlb playoffs this is heating up as well right so no team has really separated themselves but we're doing up to four so now is the time where someone could either separate or could stay knotted up it could be it could be anyone's game (laughs) this month yeah so Uh, who wants to go first you or me uh, you can go first. Me? We'll okay. It up. All right. So two truths, one lie. Uh, my, I, I went on a new route. Which actor did not start out as an athlete in college? 
Okay. So this was before they acted. So you're crossing into my territory. Yeah, I'm crossing in your okay. territory, seeing what you know. Ah, uh, okay. So again, which actor did not start out as an athlete in college? Okay. Uh, you have Matt Damon. Okay. Burt Reynolds, or Joel McHale. Hmm. I feel like I may be mistaken him with someone else, but I feel like Matt Damon has. McHale, obviously, probably there's no relation there, but McHale, that was a Boston Celtics player back in the day. Uh, obviously, <laughs> another uh, one that I'm speaking of, but <clears throat> we're just going to take a shot and say uh, Burt Reynolds, I guess. Sorry, Devin. Oh, boy. Burt Reynolds and Joel McHale both played football Did in now? college. Uh, Joel McHale was a tight end for a, a teensy bit. Gotcha. And Burt Reynolds was playing freshman year and uh, hurt his leg, I believe. I believe he broke his leg or something. And so that injury made him stop playing, and uh, he ended up being an actor instead. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was Burt Reynolds in any um, sports movies? Um, Bad podcast. I don't know if he would be, if he was in any sports movies. I mean, he, he was in Smokey and the Bandit. And that's like a racing one. Right. Uh, I but, I was... mean, he is in the Florida State Hall of Fame. Okay. Because of his movie stardom. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he was injured his freshman year. And then he was in a car accident that aggravated his injury. Uh, and so he just couldn't play anymore. Here we go. He was in the original Longest Yard. So that came oh, out in 1974. Go. And then... They did the remake in 2005 with Adam Sandler, and that he was actually... A cameo? He was in there as either an older player or as a coach. Um, so he was in both. He was... Adam. What Adam Sandler was in the 2005 movie is what he was in the was 1974 in the, yeah, movie, okay, but then okay. they brought him back in for... Yeah, it's like the, a little, like continuity thing a co-worker and i were just talking about this the other day so dang i should dang, have assumed <laughs> that somebody in a uh two different football movies obviously a little bit different there with it being right uh, i mean just because you're in a football movie doesn't mean you play football but uh but yeah joel McHale started as tight end when he was going to washington state i think he, he was on the rowing team too okay before he really started acting but matt damon's been acting since like high school so, yep, that's so been not his passion time for sports. Unfortunately, Dang. I may have been again. I'm not that great with these people, so I may have been thinking about somebody else when I'm thinking about all these different people. But man, McHale, that just sounds like a sports last name, and it then Burt Reynolds, sports movie. <laughs> and I mean, man. Joel McHale himself is a is a more like buff guy. You know, he 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 does work out and all that, and. He's tougher. So if you watch Community, his character's all about being the best and this and that. And he gets pretty competitive hmm. at billiards. But like he's also competitive <laughs> at other things, too. Yeah, I, I think that's something that they kind of bring their past into some of their roles. It kind of helps them throughout their careers. So right. whether it's just being a competitive character or maybe even in a sports movie. So. Uh, maybe next time. Yeah, maybe so, next time. I'm at one and two. Let's see if I can get you a one and two. Ooh. Or if you're going to make it to two and one. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. So as promised, you did parent and child 
now both in the same industry. I'm going to be doing the same thing, and I'm going to be doing it for the NFL because it's NFL season. We're in the midst of it. Week six coming up. Okay. So I'm doing only active players. So maybe, hopefully you've heard of these names. And So the, none of these players have retired? They're all still playing? They're all still currently playing. Okay, yep. okay. Figure I make it a little bit easier on you. Maybe you've heard their name and the, the teams that they're on. Uh, they're all higher caliber players. There's also a, a new story that I could touch on briefly uh, for one of the players. And these are all their dad's names as well. So it's just a matter of if one was actually in the NFL or if they were not. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so Seahawks safety Jamal Adams' dad, George Adams, was a running back in the NFL. New Orleans Saints defensive end Cameron Jordan's dad, Steve Jordan, was a tight end in the NFL. And then Brian Robertson Jr.'s dad, Brian Robinson Sr., was a wide receiver in the NFL. Hmm. And that's a Washington Commanders running back. Sorry, I didn't skip a line on my notes. The last one? Yeah, Washington Commanders running back, Brian Robinson Jr. I'm going to say Brian Robinson Jr. Really? I, you know, I, I feel like... That yeah, I don't know. I think it's just the senior and junior thing that I'm just like, eh, man. I don't think he actually was also doing that. Really? But then again, I don't know. Cause, I mean, look at Robert Downey Jr. I believe his his father did some acting. So I guess kids do like to follow in their their father's footsteps, especially when they share the same name. Yeah, it's kind of. You want to live up to that, and then not to mention it's in the genetics pool. It's kind of it's. I guess. <laughs> oh man, it's George Steve or what was the last one? This uh, one before that was uh, New Orleans Saint defensive end Cameron Jordan, and then his Cameron dad is Jordan. Steve Jordan, uh, who was a tight end in the NFL. Yeah, no, I'm saying the dad's name. So George Steve, and the last dad was named. So oh um. So for just going down the list of dads is what yeah. you want me to do. Yeah. So George Adams, Steve Jordan, Brian Robinson Sr. I'm gonna go with Steve Jordan. Final Steve answer. Steve Jordan. Yeah. Final answer. Yeah. You think that's a fake name or something? I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve Jordan did. Play in the NFL. That is all true. Um, you were on track the first time, actually. No, <laughs> no. With I Ryan Robinson Senior. Because I was like, Devin probably is trying to trick me here. But um, it's interesting because I mean I don't want to throw out names because I'll probably touch on this again. But there are I don't even know if I should do too many details. Maybe next time I'll have to do just all juniors and seniors. But there's a lot of juniors in the NFL. There's a couple of second oh, yeah. seconds and thirds actually right um so i i think that that's common that somebody in the nfl is proud of themselves and proud of their names to where they'd want to name oh, their yeah. name their child after them and right. then again like you're saying this hope just that isn't they one of those cases <laughs> <laughs> hope that they follow on the footstep yeah i mean this was a case where there's actually no really personal information about his parents or his family out there 
but I was able to piece together what his father's name would be based on his, his junior. Him being a junior. <laughs> wow. So I didn't have to do too like much you're research a detective, there. Devin. Wow. A little bit, if I don't <laughs> say so myself. But yeah, there was plenty of different ones I could have chosen from. Wanted to have at least one junior in there to stump you. Uh, one cool thing about Brian Robinson Jr. I didn't get a chance to speak about this two weeks ago, so I believe it is either eight or nine weeks now, but sometime over the summer, unfortunately, this commander's running back, who's also a rookie, was shot twice in the leg oh my uh, during an attempted carjacking attempt. And So like someone try, was trying to steal his car? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So... At that point, you're concerned with just, are they going to live? Are they going to be able to walk? You're not even thinking, are they going to be able to play football again? But right. uh, he has now played in two games. And the last game that just took place on Thursday night, he was actually pre- announced the team's starter. So high caliber player, had a good performance, scored his first touchdown in the NFL. Yeah, so, so he's recovered pretty well. Absolutely. That's good. It's one of those things that it's... you. You're kind of in awe that he's back so soon. Um, just that mental leap that you have to take as well as that physical leap that you have to take. But he's been working so ha- hard at it to get back on the field as soon as possible. So much support from his teammates and everybody else around the league. And then his family, uh, mentioning his dad, of course. <laughs> uh, mom, brother, um, other family members. Like I said, there's not too much information on there. Uh, some like to keep that more private than others, but yeah, uh, very tremendous comeback story. I would assume that that's going to be the comeback player of the year. They do that award. We've mentioned awards on yeah, this show. Right. I don't see it going any other way. So yeah, well, I thought that was a good way to also tie in that new story that is worth mentioning. It's definitely not worth glossing over. Right, over. for sure, for sure. All righty, well... I guess we're still tied. One and two. <laughs> One yeah. and two. Oh, goodness. But similar to these MLB playoffs, there's time to come back from that situation. Yeah, I so. mean, next week's going to be the decider. Uh, if one of us gets it right next week, then they're the winner. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Someone getting it right and the other person getting it wrong. <laughs> yep. We'll see. So next week you'll join us for that suspenseful <laughs> two truths one lie in addition to our devin's director's cut uh so we are very excited for those two guys uh make sure that you are you know interacting with these posts on facebook and twitter getting giving us a feel of what you're thinking of these segments and uh what suggestions you might have for players we should cover in the future or uh different theme suggestions we'll take any ideas you have throw them our way well we'll consider them for sure yep we do have next week's theme uh we will be announcing that on next week's or sorry next month's theme and next week's episode we will be announcing that um but there's definitely some months where there isn't a holiday or any sort of big day or week tied into it right right. so yeah we'll definitely be relying on you folks for some suggestions in the near future yeah so thanks for your support so far and the continued support yeah so interact with us on facebook and twitter we love to see it and uh, that's it for this week so a shorter episode but you know still some good content all around we'll see you next week with 
more and more and more of everything. Uh, uh-huh. I, I'm Wes. You can find me on Twitter at WSkimMilk, or you can go to WSkimMilk.com for this podcast and a couple of my others. Devin, where are you at? Yes, so you can find me on Twitter, DevinLang32, tweets about NFL and fantasy football, and pinned to my profile is my weekly updated Right now I'm doing waiver wire articles, so players that you can pick up uh, that are doing well, they're probably still available in your leagues, and then outside of the season, I still plan on doing articles uh, weekly and monthly. Uh, but yeah, they're all pinned, so you can even backtrack and go to older ones as it make it off. Yeah, and that's it for this week, so we'll see you next week. Um, thank you for listening. Thanks, folks. See ya. Bye. If It Has a Score is available on all your favorite podcasting providers. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Shoot Your Shot Sports, and more. Thank you again for tuning in. We will see you next week.